Mic check, one, two. Tom, use your word. Hey, you. That's original freedom. Welcome to the Original Freedom Podcast. Scotch Brunner, Nate Horgan. Really grateful to be back here with the family and home after a good long stint in California. And knowing the cool part is, is we're recording this right now and we're getting ready to drop tomorrow a massively amazing podcast and around ways to help fucking humanity. Um, and once this is released, that good, it's already going to have been done. So like, it's really, really kind of cool just to be back home and plugged back in, feeling good and ready, obviously, to step 100% out of any comfort I ever used to have um, as it relates to some of these topics. One of the thing, the uh, one of the focuses with the, that we were going to talk about, we are going to talk about today, is on essentially just the mass violence in the U.S. That my my, my daughter. Um, who's a much more aware citizen than I am uh, at this point, let me know. It was like a month ago. She said, Dad, there's been over 200 mass shootings in the U.S. already. And for a second, I was, I was like, come on. got to watch the news. I got no clue. Um, I hear this, this and that. And I've not... Um, Part of me, I understand now, is like my inability to have empathy, my inability. Because part of me, it's like, man, fucking do your job, people. Like, how did y'all let this happen? <laughs> um, and yet, I, you know, unwilling at the time or unready. And, and so I began to now have thoughts about all this stuff. And I'm, you know, just think it's cool not only to share them, but to be able to share them with you and get your perspective as a man who has lived a much different path than me, um, and there's actually, for the sake of uh, whatever, fucking, there's way more, so to speak, of people that walk the path that you have walked, yet, once again, respectfully, like, not a lot either with an undergrad, an MBA, working in the NFL, owning a home, being a father at your age. Like, you have a massive amount of wisdom already. Um, and so my goal also is like a bit of your perspective and also to show uh, and, and demonstrate what it's like to share beliefs, because I got a feeling today might be a, a time that we agree to disagree on something. Mm -hmm. It could happen. Mm -hmm. And that'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, you had talked about kind of your wake up and even just of conversations we've had off camera um really passionate about not so much gun control maybe even gun ownership um and and where you kind of stem a lot you know on top of or, or or within the mass shooting um issue that's going on right now um that's 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 very uh pertinent in the news that's and let's not i won't chalk it up to only uh being something that's media driven because it's, it keeps happening you know, uh, within a week of the of the last one, something else is popping up and that kind of thing. Um, so really, where where do you kick this conversation off as far as where's the good starting point on sharing where 
where you're at in the current in the current climate of of this stuff going on the first thing that uh, one i have the you know got the capacity to to really think well again and with that you know came this care for self and now apparently care for back for society and nation um and I've lived um, multiple lives, and I believe we all get to. And I'm, no, I'm not. Uh, yes, yeah, what I'm talking about is is metaphorically um, different careers. Your time on the when you were at the Browns was different than when you were the Rams. It was different than when you're here now with me, right? Mm-hmm. And these things that you're talking about relate to personal individual freedoms. So it's all these hot button topics, and Due to also my last 10 years of being a civilian, like really becoming a civilian, uh, not right, bad, wrong. I did it my way. I was very detached from any of the military and really heavily just pure private sector. So also getting exposure and living this whole new life um, as a civilian doing a civilian job, not carrying a gun for learning more, not consulting on explosives, but consulting on what started out to be leadership a lot and a little personal development. And now just tons of personal development, introspective work back to, because it was teaching someone um, to me that X's and O's of leadership is one thing. Um, a sound, caring human that gives a shit about others first and self last even to the point of I don't care if they don't care about themselves if they're leading they still need to care about their people um these simple and I, I got all these gifts from the military all this amazing training and leadership and then my gifts of sobriety and spirituality and and so on and so forth and so I I know I have a unique perspective that is based in experience and for me that means something um what I see quickly now is that there are many talking heads uh, in America um, and some past military um, that are spot on and solid. And some have used fame as a platform um, to help bolster what was an average fucking career at best, dime a dozen. And half the time I even see now where we have our own some spec op service members like piggybacking on big things like fucking lying, uh, much less, you know, um, the people who haven't even served. And this is, this is part of this is because this ability communicates so fast, so much. It's not the, it's no longer the information age. It's the disinformation age. The problem is, is it's taken as God's fucking truth at all times because, General so-and-so said so, or uh, actor so-and-so said so, or it's like, hey, where are these people coming from? What, what are you basing your decision on, your judgment on? Let's look at our, our judges, um, our construct. What, if, if they're not basing it on experience, then what are they... How are they doing a great job? Because these are positions, if we're going to talk about government, these are positions of great responsibility that are now filled, for the most part, with irresponsible people. Sometimes out of choice, sometimes because they were irresponsibly hired to do a job they're not even fit for. 
this, like everything that I wake up and see is in direct contradiction to what the same government not only taught, but mandated from all of us while I served. And, and it, it just becomes interesting. I believe one of the things that's happened is, um, I've just tried to figure out why no one from the community, my old community, the military in general, um, has spoken out from a point of experience. Because I used to get asked questions all the time, especially while I was in, even the last 10 years, whenever I really just didn't give a shit. Um, I didn't have the capacity to, or I didn't, it didn't matter. I, I can tell you I didn't. Um, people would say, hey, what kind of uh, gun do you carry? I'm like, I don't. What do you mean? Uh, you don't have a concealed carry? And I, I'm paying attention over these years as well. It's, it's, it's almost like a fucking Tupperware party. I looking back now, it's like, hey, you should get your wife your concealed carry. I'm like, okay. There's a lot of people fucking carrying guns now. Right? And then I, I look back during that time. This is all going somewhere, right? This crescendo is like, all these things happen, though. They, they don't just happen overnight. They happen over time. Um, back to root cause. Right now, the American public is viewing gun makers, ammunition makers, everything, every symptom that they can see and every fucking bit of blood that the press can find keeps them preoccupied from doing anything about the root of the problem. This is the way I see it. Facts. Um, and I started thinking about this stuff. ARs, people would ask me, like, how do you feel about it? Should you have an AR? I told people, whenever I was in the military, I, I didn't know why. I, that's my work gun. Um, mm -hmm. and, and back to purpose, uh, interpretation of the law, interpretation of um, the Constitution, of the Declaration. All, all these things to me are fucking distractions. Yeah, I said it as an American citizen. Looking at the Constitution for how to fix the current problem of someone showing up at a school and fucking randomly killing people is not the way to fix this in any timely manner. <laughs> That's what I know. And so I see this, and I love to connect dots, and, and I just start connecting dots in and around how and why we got here. And to me, that's what needs to be talked about. And it's not for sake of blame. It's for sake of fucking change. Now, it's not time to look back and who done it. it it's done. What do we do now? One, and what can we actually do? Yet the American public is happy to lap the fucking milk up of those who make promises that are impossible to keep. And their desire to be cared for by this government is so strong. And the fear of government now is so strong from the IRS point of view or fucking the Patriot, Patriot Act and who's tapped into what. And I just assume you have everything on me because for fuck's sake, I put everything in. So at this point, who gives a shit? <laughs> so what's really true, man? I want to bring you back to something you said earlier as far as like, do you feel that uh, that there's a lot of those in the veteran community that wouldn't carry or or you know what I mean? I, I guess I just come from a civilian standpoint of like it's interesting to know that like there's no one there's no one within our population that's more comfortable and has more knowledge 
on weapons, firearms, then I would assume those that was part of their day job, it was part of sure. decades of their work and sure. that kind of thing. So I could see, I could assume, and I'll say assume because it's yeah. nothing any more concrete than that, that like, would you feel naked without something part of, you know, protection or, or, or that? Because I, I just wanted to ask, like, you know, is that a common, would you, would you think that's a common thing across the community that they don't need to carry, that I don't need to carry, that I don't own guns, that, you know, or not that you don't own guns, but that I don't own ARs or something of sure. that sort because it's so used to a past life or more recent life. I I would, uh, if I had to bet on this, um, the norm is to guys would carry, most guys carry. Um, I'm not the norm. Okay. The, the norm is definitely... Uh, that they would carry uh, because of what you said. Um, and back to, to that own self be true, mm-hmm. yeah, right? Yeah. Personal choice. So I've even had people um, question me in a way to try to inspire me. And one time it sounded like this was like, hey, Scott, if, um, you know, we're out at a movie theater, we're out at dinner or whatever, um, and something goes down, um, I and this person was in a loving way, almost like, "Hey, man, I think you have a responsibility to carry. Like, you should be the one." He, what he's saying is, "I would want you to be the one in the room yep. carrying." Yeah. And um, I took it as a compliment and said, "I understand, and I don't carry. It's a, it's a responsibility, massive responsibility. Use of deadly force, force, fucking." Massive responsibility that I, one, don't really care for anymore. Two, um, and especially like pre-therapy days, uh, so to speak. And it's still the same. It's like, hey, I'll fucking shoot somebody, man. Like, that's not bravado. That's not cool, guys. Because, well, I, I know what all that's like. Yeah. I don't even, I, I, fuck, I don't even want the option. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've, you know, my, the way my... Uh, TBI, PTSD, fucked upness, <laughs> symptoms, uh, what's the word, uh, presented in me, um, I've, you know, tell you, talked to many, many people about this. And a lot of people deal with anger issues. I had nothing. I had no anger left. I was either just totally depressed and shut down or totally more so kind of manic and or totally at work and dialed and there to, to help other people or totally at home and totally in my hole. Um, so I didn't get out much. And so like my, I never had a want because like to me, I didn't even want to risk getting in any confrontation. Yeah. So I'm different in that way as well. Um, and even so now with a much clearer head, if I was asked, Hey, do you want to conceal care permit? My answer is no. Um, because I actually have a, a thought in and around that whole program now. Um, back to, I told that gentleman, Hey, I, I was just, I wasn't thinking about you. I hope you fucking did your job. And so what I'll say is to me, like waking up, coming back home, um, in my uh, belief, uh, the nation's responsible parties um, have done a low quality job uh, of managing this country, of governing this country as it relates to uh, definitely lawmaking in and around 
important things and now have allowed, happily allowed, the press, media, and terror deflect the reality that in some at some point someone up there could have used common sense someone up meaning in government who creates policy the whole purpose we we had governments because we can't trust humans to be nice i mean let's face it if we could we wouldn't need it we've proved that doesn't work so we had a model we built a model and we use it right and in that model what is now absolutely and utterly broken as made apparent by what's happening right now is a lack of inclusive it's a, it's it's a diversity thing and it's also if you just look at inclusion we should be including if we're going to make laws and governance in and around i don't know guns Fuck, maybe we should have someone who spent a lot of time in combat who understand what it means to take life and to have lost life and to see suffering at its fucking worst. Maybe, you know? Maybe if someone would have been there, this one in specific, back to everyone who wants to talk about the bump stock. Bump stock, for those of you that are not familiar, was definitely used in uh, the mass shooting uh, out in Las Vegas at the country festival. Um, and... And so now everyone's focus is on the person who made the bump stock. I get it. Here's a little backstory. I was actually at a gun show with my dad, however many years ago when that came out. I think it was, might have even still been on active duty or just gotten out. And they had a video playing of taking a standard AR, AR-15 platform, M4 platform, whatever you want to call it, and by removing one pin, one spring, and attaching this, it gave the capacity for anyone who owned one of these things to have a, they're going to tell you it's an extremely rapidly repeating rifle. It's fucking full auto, mm -hmm. right? 30 rounds. And I was watching it on the TV. I'm like, first of all, from a functionality standpoint, I highly doubt it works that well. It looked too good to be true. Like literally just from an off-the-shelf gun, this part, put it on, let inertia do its job. 30 rounds. A full auto maybe gets you through there, I don't know, another 25% faster. And I was dumbfounded. And I was excited because I was like, hey, cool. Yeah, of course I would like to have this. I would like to have this capability. I fucking have been trained on things way bigger than this. Like, you're going to give me the ability to do this on my, the weekends? At the time, I thought it was cool. But see, my, my job at that time, my responsibility at that time wasn't to look after the American people. Not my job. My job was to literally, not from a dumb idiot mindset for any amount that takes that ways, fall follow with question at times and then follow the orders given to me and the origin of that order and every way fucking shape and form is the president of the United States, my commander in chief then, whom I didn't have the free speech to say anything about back then. Right? So you take all this and put it together. Now let's go back to the gun show. I'm looking at this. First thing is, it's not going to work that good. Second thing is, is how the fuck is this legal? And 
the vendor also knew that the buyer was never going to think this was believable. It's that outlandish. So what they did is put a certificate that's printed from the ATF stating that this is absolutely legal. That's the only fucking way this guy who's selling this knows he's going to get me to give or anyone else to give at a time, I think like 500, or five, between five, 600 bucks. Damn me the cost of a gun. Maybe it was 450. I don't know. Close to the cost of a gun. And so take that thought. And now I go through all the years of just serving. I'm, I'm like, fucking what? You know, I, people deal with your shit, man. Like we have law enforcement officers that held Tom and I came back and trained for a little while. And we've got our best operational uh, combat veterans out there in the world right now, training our military and law enforcement. Fucking thank God. Because our military is now dealing with tactics that are going to be more combat-like tactics to deal with the threat of mass shootings appropriately. It's fucking reality we're in. So now in this moment, with a clear head and a lot of perspective, I sit here thinking to myself, who the fuck was in the ATF and our government at time? What politician signed that? That said, yeah, fuck it. This is a good idea for Joe Public to have full auto capacity legally without a class three license. Getting a class three license, I don't know how hard it is, but it's, I know it's so fucking hard that it's hard enough that, and expensive enough that people that have it are actually great law-abiding citizens. So in that moment, what I realized, and also with my own experience, that's a whole other topic with with the way I got out of the military and what is truly 100% my account is fucking out of balance with them because I did my part. Um, This is another case of them now having the ability to point blame, yet not go back. And um, what are we going to do to that individual? And let's go back to if we actually had people in governance that had experience in and around the policies they were talking and thinking about, then wiser decisions would be made, which leads me to a whole nother fucking topic, which is that the American people want to elect people who have flawless fucking past. Good luck with that. And by the way, why in the hell do any of these people want people leading them that don't have life experiences or a judge that's never done anything wrong or someone who's in like fucking how? Is this wise? How after 19, almost 19, what, going on 19 years of sustained combat operations with a fully fucking volunteer force, is it possible we have an individual with zero experience in government, in governance, with zero military experience, who has never taken a life, been present for the taking of one, who's never fucking experienced any of this, absolutely in charge of it? This is mind-numbing to me that people expect a squeaky clean human and now in the digital age fuck of course there's there's many people who would probably run for political office yet they don't want to deal with the fucking pain that would come from holy shit that was 15 years ago or whatever it is you know um it's it's absolute lunacy to me that 
that bump stock, let's go back to, so back to what can we control? The first thing everyone wants, they, they hear gun control. So on one side of the fucking aisle, everyone's losing their mind. You'll fucking get it from my cold dead hands. I probably fucking thought that. 15 years ago, if I'd have heard it too. Yet I was in the military, so I was like, you never fucking get it. <laughs> it's my job. So, um, to the wrong, it's, it's back to meaning and verbiage. ATF, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms, regulatory arm of the government. This is nothing new. Our guns should be regulated. A well regulated, well armed militia or some shit like that says somewhere. So I'm like, mentally, okay, what, what is that? When will someone stand up and fucking define what it is and then have the courage to take the action that will cause the consequences necessary to get this thing back on track? Meaning, get a hold of something that everyone wants gone. Here in America, it's, it's pretty new. You, you can go over to Israel and um, you can go over to the Middle East and you can go down to South America and you can find people that have been living with um, the threat of freedom being lost and of life being lost on any given moment for many years. This is new here, very new. Um, so do I, of course I want it gone. Yet what I wake up and find out is the whole way in my experience, the way it's being looked at, the debates that are being had around it make no sense to me because they're either plans that are being presented to ignorant people that are absolutely not achievable um, or it's just pure fucking hate back and forth. Mm -hmm. So I've talked a good bit. And what I want to know, based off of everything I just said, living the life that you've lived, what's top of mind right now? Well, my path that's interesting is that, you know, even up to like the last couple of years, um, I haven't necessarily been anti-gun. I have had no interest in owning or being around any. Uh, I, I mean, I, I grew up in um, Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, so those were my youngest years, you know, you're hearing about. And I think a lot of people in urban areas would would, uh, would relate in that you. I didn't grow up around direct violence yet. You know, it's on the news every night. It's, you know, you, you go through certain areas where those things are happening. Um, you fall asleep to sirens every night. You know what I mean? Like, it is just, it was like, well, I don't want anything to do with that. Like, um, so in, in my life, I had a transition where we moved into a more suburban, rural, different way of thinking area where that was like the norm is like, it's not. It wasn't, how do you feel about guns? It's like, how many do you have at, you know, whatever age? Um, which I still felt uncomfortable about. And I think it's just been my kind of journey throughout. It's been a combination of, like, having more responsibility come on, um, you know, having my own house family that, you know, you're charged with the responsibility of keeping safe. Um, and I, there's another, there's a large part of me that's, that's historian in nature that looks back. And if you want to point out something like the second amendment, I still feel like there is 
there's still value in 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 what age in in uh, at least in my own interpretation of of what was going on at that time that it was written that I think it's still a fear for a lot of countries around the world that the governing body of the country you live in can more easily overpower you in the event that they wanted to. I always look back at that time period where the way I interpret me having the right to own my own firearm being... I have the right to protect myself against any any agent of any large governing body that wants to come in and dictate how I live. I don't. I think all those other subsets come in of like, yeah, you can protect yourself include, against does whatever. Does that include this government as well? To me, I think the 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 basic idea of it is like if for for whatever reason if a leader came into power that said like yeah i want to i want to inflict this i want to set this i want to do that and it's going to come through force like yeah i think that that applies do i think that that actually would happen uh no i i mean and I hope not. Yet at the same time, it's like no. What's that? You said and, no, but you say you hope not. So what's behind that? Just in the event that it did. I mean, like I wanna. I at least wanna know. And that's that that that's what like comes to my mind when it comes to you know assault rifles type stuff or or any other kind of rifle or semi-automatic or whatever. Just because I look at it from a standpoint of like, does the civilian have the right? to have the same tools that a government's military can use against itself. See, that's a whole other way of phrase the conversation as well. I mean, it's just I, like... I, no, I th- I'm complimenting. Yeah, you know, I mean, that, and that's kind of where I always go to is like, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I think there's a lot of numbers that like I even looked up and, you know, prep of this conversation of like, that are alarming um, as far as just how many, you know, guns are in... Americans' homes and that kind of stuff, and 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 alarming, not in a bad way. It's just like wow, <laughs> you know. What I mean, as far as like looking at per capita, per hundred Americans, you know, they're they're averaging between 102 and 112 guns per hundred Americans. <laughs> yeah, so you literally have more than more, people. More than people. <laughs> yeah, and so it just from my my person, my like, I don't, I don't see a need for that yet at the same time i can respect the stance of like yeah i mean i think it's fair that a a civilian population has the power to face possible oppression from a governing body and that in an ideal way i don't you know we i'm sure because i'm looking forward to what you do with that as far as breaking down obviously how it's different times i just for clarity you said what i heard you say was that you align with that a civilian should have be have the right to have a weapon to include for the purpose of literally maintaining personal freedom potentially against their current government if turned oppressive yep okay does that include today at large with the current laws with assault rifles in what way you're saying as far as the there's a well the way you phrased the question i thought was great was the question here does the american public 
non-military, never served in any capacity, never carried, as we said, a gun for blood or money, mm-hmm. um, do they just absolutely have the right to own that same semi-automatic repeating carbine with um, up to now 100, well, it's illegal to have 100, so it's legal in a lot of states, 30-round 30, 30 capacity. I think so because it's a because it's it's the curse of technology. I think in in an idealistic way that the people have the right to if they want to legally purchase legally whatever. It's gray area because that's not. I don't say that with the intent that they have the right to then go use that on other civilians, right? I mean, of course. No, I know, I know, but at the the same time, like it's just a byproduct. Or on a on a proper range, after proper training using proper safety right and the why i'm interpreting is that to do any less than that because what that does essentially is it places uh, aside from a pistol places the smallest piece of armament that the u.s military issues to their soldiers in the hands of the population which would then in turn at least give them a fighting chance so right. to speak if that hypothetical ever happened mm-hmm But I also bring up the fact, too, is like, I mean, we've talked in the past of like, you know, in the event that there was another civil war, if there was another divisive way, like, um, to me, then what? (laughs) As far as like, you're going to have, how do those people protect their homes in the event that? Others out there have military-style firearms that, because I'm a civilian, I don't have the legal yeah. grounds to purchase. Yeah. Um. So it's funny because I, I pride myself as a realist, and I but for some reason I can't just I can't shake this idea that that goes back obviously hundreds of years to the point where there wasn't so many different skews of, of firearm, you know what I mean? I mean, there was very limited capabilities at that time where it was a lot easier to level that playing ground or, uh, playing field. Um, and then now it's, it's hard, but that, that, that's an ideal that I, that I, for whatever can't shake, for whatever reason can't shake. The threat of loss of freedom from an outside entity is real at a different level now and at a different scale in the past back to people want to talk about the constitution cool let's talk about it and bring up the facts in and around the current reality of that time and then interpret it like you said then interpret it see i what i see is that we took a playbook that was written for a time in a time and have and people say what well, can be amended. Well, fucking, it, it hasn't. If it it hasn't been amended enough, uh, otherwise we wouldn't be dealing with these hanger on to attitudes of what used to be. Um, it, it's reminiscent to me of um, as a consultant um, in businesses. I've you know, anytime I consult in a business that's gone big. Um, as you know, we conduct interviews, a lot of face-to-face time. And the common trend um, is we wish it was like it was in the old days. 
we were, it was different back then, mm. right? And me being me, it's like, hey, man, I, I got some suggestions for you. One is accept the current reality, the rules of this game, the way they make decisions here now, the metrics they use to measure performance, every bit of it. This is free will, free choice. I remind them, like, I couldn't just get up and quit. I'd get arrested for desertion if, if in time of war or um, AWOL and then turn myself in. Like, So you can get up and leave anytime you want. It's really, to me, should be an empowering thought. And also it's like, you can leave, you can choose to adopt the rules, but, and this is when I'll use a but, it will never be what it was. If you want what it was, either go find a team that is at that phase in their company or go start your own dream. Fucking reality, man. And usually it will center them to the point of they'll, you know, at least think because there's power in that. It's like, hey, can, do you have to be here? Um, and I forget what started this thought, so I, I need to I need to correlate that. So, okay, back to the fucking, the, even the thought, make America great again. I don't fucking want anything from the past. It's not worked, people. My daughter told me, because I don't watch the news, that we've, we've had all these mass shootings. And then I did watch a, a segment of news. Uh, it wasn't news, it was like Inside Edition or some other nonsensical show um, that made a great impression on me. So I'm, I'm grateful for it for a minute. Um, and I got to see apparently a story that's unfolding down in Florida uh, in and around a trial where uh, a gentleman uh, used deadly force, took a life, and uh, I, I'm I believe had a concealed carry permit um, and is using, I believe it's in Florida, my home state. Yeah, I don't for sure remember. It's like a stand your ground law. Florida is known for being able to shellack a motherfucker, man. They always have been. And here is the interesting. And this is the process of creep back to the creep. It actually creeped the other way where right now what you have is gun owners screaming that the government is going to creep little by little. And at first it's going to be the assault rifles. Next, it's going to be this. Next, it's going to be that. Any business industry game we could be talking about uh, on a um, loss of standards on an NFL football team. Uh, loss of freedom over in World War II. We can look at how Hitler did it a piece of time. This was actually a creep for the people the wrong way, from what I see. Because the stand your ground law, if, if I remember, it was always a big deal. It was always always about defending your home. Right. It was always about defending your home, right? your fucking home. Like for me, to your point or your belief, in the house – Fucking jurors, man. Someone trying to get in there. Deadly force. You don't need to ask. They should. They're not supposed to be there. Fucking game on. You, they voted. They fucking vote. You voted. You come in my house, you voted. So the creep that I saw happen on TV blew my mind. Absolutely what I saw. I saw a shooting take place that I realized happened in America and the fact that this person who took the shot in my belief system is not in jail right now for fucking murder 
the fact that it's even a thought that it's a stand your ground, the fact that any of this is going on other than that dude should be in jail blows my mind. And in a moment, something I've fucking not cared about, and I don't know how many years I did, because I understood what had happened. The creep that occurred that used to be thought of in the home. So now this individual who the state of Florida um, issued a concealed carry weapons permit to, by the way, which obvious to me without any training on deadly use of force and or escalation of force, felt that not only he could use deadly force and just take another human's life, but that he could start an argument while wearing a gun, then use deadly force and somehow claim it was self-defense when the gentleman, the video I saw, did not close the distance. He didn't tell him to put his hand up. He fucking took an actual, from a tactical perspective, fucking textbook shot on this guy. And in that same moment, I was like, son of a bitch, man. Are you kidding me? Like, you mean to tell me that our infantry soldiers on the field of battle have more stringent rules of engagement than a fucking civilian in America carrying a firearm? We're off the rails, man. We, we, we have let distractions fucking get away from reality. That right there. And then it goes back to what I talked about. It's like concealed carry parties are fucking Tupperware parties. Good old boy systems are alive and well. They're fucking taking money. Pencil, it's a business. Escalation of force. A U.S. soldier would have fucking got put in prison for what I saw a U.S. civilian do. This is wrong. And immediately it's like, oh, well, what are we going to do about it? Well, what the government's always unfortunately threatening to do or the press is twisting and threatening to do is gun control they use this word gun control first of all it's regulating firearms in the nation for the safety of the people governance for the greater greater good it's not for a fucking at the national level is especially in the president office of the president the executive branch it is for the decisions are made for the greater good See, that's the thing that people have forgotten about leadership is that when you make decisions for the greater good, not everybody's fucking happy. Some people, quote unquote, lose. Others appear to win. It's all timing, people. It's whether or not our leaders making the difficult decisions that cause things to head the right direction. And so this is just, for me, a very collegially academia fucking uneducated American citizen right here who also was a Green Beret member of a tier one organization served 17 years nine bucks of combat experience fucking shitloads of hits now went on to build a, a, a job in the private sector as an entrepreneur win everything lose everything end up consulting to executives that run multi-billion dollar companies I say all this on to pat myself on the back folks it's because I have now literally lived a civilian life and a military life I've literally gone through a lot. And so the backside and the PTSD side and the TBI side and the treatment and the therapy and use the VA system, been a part of the military and governmental system that all of you hear one way and I know another. And then actually we hear one way about y'all and I've now I've gone and played over there and learned the truth there. It's fucking everything is it's really wild, the, the, the separation and segregation.
in our nation. Um, and when I saw that somehow Amer- uh, American politicians have allowed laws to be written that essentially created a fucking way more dangerous environment by allowing concealed carry permits to happen. First of all, looking back at all, second of all, so carelessly to so many people with such a minimal level of requirement just for shooting skills, much less the ability to teach someone what it takes to escalate force to the point of taking a fucking human life. Somehow someone thought that was okay in government. Somehow someone thought it was okay to let a bump stock hit the market. And then last but not least, I I can tell you the majority, and this is nothing against this president by name. This is just a fact. What, uh, this is um, a very safe presumption. I'm not going to say facts. I didn't do enough research, but at the time I knew enough people in the gun and, and, and ammo industry is that President Obama helped sell more fucking guns and ammo than any sitting president in the face of, of history, of, of our history. Help sell more guns. Why? He spewed rhetoric in and around gun control, taking and going and getting assault rifles. He drove literally the common citizen who never in a million years would have bought a fucking gun, much less an AR-15, went out and not only bought one, sometimes two, because now there's now there's true value in something because at some point they know that some other asshole is going to try to take it back because that's what these people do. We just keep switching out decision makers who keep yelling about the same shit and see it would have been great. I don't even know what President Obama decided or said he was going to do, yet he, he fucking evoked a state of panic and fear that his actions, his Congress and whatever caused the American public to go increase the number to the point where now if you ever if you're listening to this and you fucking ever, ever hear any politician say they're going to go take guns back. They're lying to you because let's get back to feasibility. Think about that, what it means all the way through to the point where U.S. law enforcement officers coming to a home potentially to take the gun from an ex-soldier who trained them on a range two weeks. Can you fucking imagine this? It's just ludicrous. It's like telling a vegetarian, I'm going to get rid of fucking broccoli. It's not going to happen. So why are we spending any time being pissed off about it? And why aren't those who govern us controlling what they can control and what's feasible? What are plans that are actually feasible through implementation and actually providing a fucking effect that's worthwhile for a change? And so I came up with one. And it was from that concealed carry episode shit it was like first of all why do we ever allow concealed carry why i've run into circles of people with these guys and or gals that want to talk about concealed carry and they ask me what i'm carrying so i'm thinking i'm like so you carry and he's like yeah or she's like yeah ask a couple questions like they've shot a couple times and then and then i'll look at them and say are you ready to take somebody's life like now go and I was like, too late. You ought to keep your gun at home. You hesitated, man. You've not made that decision. You don't know it through. And so 
one thing, if we could do one thing in this nation that would create a lot of positive change, would not take away or threaten to take away any single civilian's gun, none, that would be massively impactful. I right now would revoke every fucking concealed carry permit in the United States of America. Set a deadline six months from now, whenever it is, it's revoked. Between now and then, if you're a person that wants to carry a firearm in support of Second Amendment, in regulation with the state you preside, if they've overturned that, whatever, we don't want any money because it's, hell, that's your right. You are going to register the pistol that you will carry, and you will carry it very visibly exposed. Hip, up here on your chest, down on your leg, whatever it is. If I'm a law enforcement officer here in this in this country and that happened, I would be fucking so happy. Because then it, it, my life is that much simpler. I want to see who is around me who has a gun. Because also it will deter those who absolutely should not be carrying a gun from fucking carrying one because they literally do it because they think it's cool or they're scared and they're not trained. A scared, untrained person is a disaster. Trained people make bad shots in stressful situations. What was someone thinking when we thought that it was a good idea to allow anyone to take a weapon and conceal it with such little training? But who's impacted more between are there more people impacted that just carry to feel in 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 the doomsday event that something actually happened that they they're going to feel a little bit more uh prepared than if they're not they don't have anything on them i'm just i don't know what the and this is why this is why i think this is such an issue that's talked about is because i think what you said makes a lot of sense. And I also think that there's other effects. Of from course. That. Oh, there's second, third order effects. And I've not baked this down past a few. Because it's so weird to me. Like I, I haven't yet gotten my concealed permit, but I can say that I'd feel a lot more comfortable going out in public with it concealed only because like, I, I, I don't want to have it yet. I also don't want to like evoke panic just because <laughs> It's it's in clear sight to everybody else around me. I would think it'd take away from a lot more people, just like any other legislation would, yeah. take away from a lot more law-abiding people than it would those that violate. Second, third order effects, always. Always the case, right? My belief is based on a couple things. One, if I am end up being wrong, I'm happy to be. Hold it's on. not about that. No, well, no, two... I still hope that it inspires other thoughts other right. than gun control. Let's talk about gun regulatory um, ideas and creativity that ha- have been crafted in a way that shows any half fucking educated American, we're not trying to take your guns. We are trying to do uh, what should have already been done. And it's unfortunate there was mistakes made. Own that piece, and this is what's going to take. So, back to 
you got to break a few eggs to fucking make an omelet. There's going to be effect to this. So let's just fucking have fun with it for a second. First of all, for me, as a law enforcement officer, not for you as Joe Citizen, how does it affect me? It affects me in that anytime, anywhere, I am taking in my atmospherics, which they are, mm-hmm. whether for most people carrying concealed or not most, quite a few, it's concealed. But if you know what you're looking for, you can fucking see it a mile yeah. away, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm a, actually, if, me right now, if I was a law enforcement officer here, the concealed carry law would fucking scare me big time. Because especially if I'm an undercover, Mm -hmm. because now I see what's possible, right? Guy down in Florida is a very emboldened fucking citizen, Mm -hmm. very emboldened. And here I am, I'm, I'm, you know, let's just say that, uh, same situation. Uh, I'm in Florida. I don't carry a gun. I walk out, I see him in my significant other's face and I still play by man laws. So he's going to fucking get what he gets next. And I'm still thinking like, Hey, if I push you on the ground or even knock the fuck out of you, like you're either going to fight back. Maybe you kick my ass, but see, those rules are changed now because that guy is emboldened enough to think me pushing him on the ground a mere fucking childhood playground task is cause for him to take my life. What if that guy has his sidearm at his hip clearly visible? Then I wouldn't have pushed him. Or even if it was on the other side, make their input fucking govern. Mm -hmm. Make it a government-based training that a fucking certified taker of life past is in charge of writing the doctrine on to say this is what escalation of force looks like and if you're going to be a well-advised well-informed actual asset to society as a gun-toting member out here in joe public this is how you use it it is a tool What we've done is hand the keys to Ferraris to fucking 12-year-olds, and now we're upset because they're wrapping them around fucking trees. And so now let me bring your side into it. You're saying if you did want to carry in the past that you would. My thought to you on that is all that tells me about you is you're not confident enough with the weapon system, and you shouldn't be carrying it. That's my belief. And if someone... is confident enough then the indicator in seeing a gun is that like that's going to tell me like this person wants to carry because it's it's one thing to say i want to carry it's another thing to go out in public to your point because it's not socially normal Mm -hmm. even though many states we're in one that open carry is legal yeah right so just fucking implement it we had it right by the way we had it right. You want to open carry, open carry. Get up. If a law enforcement officer pulls up your, your car, it's sitting up on the fucking dash. Mm-hmm. It will become a norm. Nothing's ever going to automatically be a norm. The problem is with any true change, policy change, there's going to be lost. Back to let's play that out. Who's the first affected? Anyone that's got making a living running concealed carry permits. Fucking, they'll be crying the blues. I get it. Timing's fucking bad, dude. Um, sub- subcompact handgun manufacturers, 
obviously um, that type of ammo obviously and if how far down the road do you want to go yet for me if i were in government my job is not to think about fucking joe public's business down here at that level of microcosm i don't give a shit that this gun company's even fucking i don't care yeah there are laws implemented that people get breaks on every day and people get fucked on every day. We have U.S. veterans that are facing felony charges for marijuana in states where it's not legal. And that same veteran could get it prescribed for fucking PTSD in the other state where it is legal. This is a veteran that volunteered to die for all 50 fucking states. Mm-hmm. Another conversation that's pretty twisted. We're paying attention. The American public is paying attention to the fucking bait that these politicians, not governors, and that's not all of it. I'm sure we've got a fucking at least handful left that actually give a shit. All right. Yet most of them are professional politicians who have not the experience to fucking govern on the things that we trust them to do. And it's because we've written them a blank check. We traded in a king and queen for fucking... Supreme Court justices that are appointed for life. Can you get any more fucking king or queen there? We've got Congress members and senators that can do as many fucking terms as they want, lie as many times as they want to get reelected. And from the first term on, their whole priority in life is to get reelected the second term, not follow through and have integrity on what the fuck they said they would do. And the American people have no consequence to hold them to other than to be at the poll at the next election to listen to the next lies that the little scared Americans could believe this person is going to take care of me. Let me ask you something. So as far as is there any would you chalk up a mass shooting issue to gun control gun ownership concealed carry do you believe that's the root? Because I ask you talked about getting to the root of things and I think mm-hmm. you presented the elected officials and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. as one root but I also ask too it's like is it not worth looking at other things you know pulling up statistics from 2016 from the CDC looking at 40,000 plus I think it was 45,000 plus people uh, killed by firearm mm-hmm. 71 of those were from mass shooting. 71, not thousands, 71 people. And almost 30,000 of those deaths were related to suicide. I mean, we bring up gun control. Is it, I'm just curious as why, why in 2016 again, it's not the current day because it takes that long for statistics to come through. Why is a cause of 71 deaths out of 45,000 the cause for gun control as opposed to suicide like why i mean why is that Mental the thing going, we're looking at? Okay, i mean so is there no, more t- to it as far as like because I, I also bring up just the supporting yeah. point of like throughout the 70s the term serial killer came to light yeah. it was not a thing before that even thought of from law enforcement or fbi or yeah. i mean they broke it yet is it not are we not again on that doorstep of something like hey we need to look at the makeup of people that are carrying out mass shootings much like we did people that carried out murders in a serial fashion. Like, is it, there's, there's, there's more people dying from guns that are, that are Mm self-inflicted. Like, 
Oh, I this mean, is just whether it's opioids, point. whether it's uh, DUIs, whether it's it's all. I mean, I'm just taking like from gun yeah. deaths too. Is like the 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 statistics are are pretty slanted. So I, I'm just that's why, you know, in the time of instant media and that kind of stuff, it's obviously horrible. And for those 71 people in 2016, and for those more in 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 2019, just talking about big sweeping changes and are we looking at the same at the right thing as far as like does owning a gun result to mass shooting and that kind of thing whereas we're kind of ignoring other other parts of fact that are going on yeah and this to me is um a direct route in um to your point uh, there's many ways to to take a problem, go find different routes. Almost, see, if that's the if the tree is, is um, the shootings, right? Where is it coming from? And to your point, it's the mass shootings is actually smaller. It doesn't matter. This is what I understand. Right now, the way media is structured, it doesn't matter that what you just said is true. What matters is that the mass public consumes media in a mass form, do not do their own research. And so they're constantly being fed whatever it is that mass media is putting it out and or people are talking about. And um, I heard it said one time that good news happens incrementally over time and bad news happens in an instant. That's why it's news. Um, and everything else just goes under the radar. And this is nothing new. This is nothing new. So what the cool thing is right now is due to, now let's look at the plus of technology, this right here. In the past, you and I wouldn't have the ability to have our voices heard as it relates to this in the capacity that we have now, which is literally to anyone who has a smart device. That's mm-hmm. insane, right? So rather than use that capability to continue to perpetuate divide uh, and hate and anger. It's like, hey, all of these things, and it, it, it's and, 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 and. All these things live together. Mm-hmm. There's no offsets. To me, the, the most important thing that could be done is the fucking senior leaders of this nation literally get together and assess current reality. This is like leadership 101, planning 101. Um, I really don't give a shit how it was 10 years ago. I mean, at some point, I, I look back to find lessons and, and then learn, yet move on. If we're looking to the past to find a blueprint the, to, for the blueprint for now, um, it's, it's stupid, my belief. 